if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of food. food. First, because everyone is on the pumpkin spice bandwagon. We even (laughs) featured on the show, I brought in pumpkin spice dude wipes for Kev and our producer Griffin. Haagen-Dazs now has a pumpkin spice shake. Mm. Second, Cracker Barrel is getting all fancy on us. They now have French toast lattes. Mm. And finally, in the world of food, you've heard of shrinkflation, right? Well, Subway has started selling three-inch subs instead of six-inch. It's only in Pakistan right now where inflation is almost 30%. So they wanted to give people a cheaper option. Now they're trying to make the best of it by trying calling it mini magic. (laughs) And people are debating all over the world if it's a meal or just a snack (laughs) at only three inches for your sub. That is really funny. Kev, um, there's something I've been dying to talk to you about because it's been in the headlines and uh, you're the person who I think of the most every time this comes up in the headlines. So I'll tell you what's going on in just a minute. So uh, you've got my curiosity peaked. Something from the headlines and every time it comes up, it reminds you of something I would do or something. I only think of you because you go to this destination more than anyone I know, usually for a concert. And it is... Vegas. Oh, Las Vegas. And them getting hacked. Did you see the coverage Mm -mm. of what's been going on? Okay, so um, this is pretty wild how they got hacked. Somebody found a help desk employee for MGM, which owns Bellagio and hotels all over Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Um, And they got the name of a help desk employee and the contact info, and they called. This like this Russian hacker group used this other scammer group and they called and pretended like they were an employee and that's how they got in. No kidding. So they cut they like all the slot machines weren't working. People couldn't check into their hotels. There were these long lines at the Bellagio oh. and they were passing out water because people couldn't and then people were scared to use their credit cards once some yeah. things did work because they didn't want their credit card they to get, get hacked. Yeah, I mean it was it's been crazy and uh, they've already paid, I think, fifteen million in ransom, mm. and it's which, just which to like, them, by the way, is fifteen minutes in their slot. Machines. I guess <laughs> compared to how much money they lost, yeah, and I guess the FBI is involved. Wow! And, and I'm like, oh man, I'm sure Kevin and Tracy are watching those headlines. Like, wait a minute, we've I been hadn't Vegas heard about it up till now. I mean, have you guys been to Vegas? Maybe like what five or six times uh, in the know. last several know, years and you got another one coming up we're going like two weeks yeah um, uh, and we go we're not gamblers we're that's no. not why we, we go to if there's a show there mm-hmm. and i don't know if you guys have heard you too is opening this new place called the sphere so we're going to opening night of that that's so that'll, exciting that'll be yeah that'll be so fun. hopefully but they'll get all the ransomware and <laughs> malware and everything all worked out in the next two weeks no kidding i don't want to have to worry about it. every time we swipe my card is my card going to get swiped? Are you staying at an MGM hotel? Are you staying at the Bellagio again? No. Okay. No. Maybe you're fine then. I hope so. It was just MGM. But yeah, but if it happened to one, I'm sure other hackers are now Now like, they have hmm, a weak link. Hmm, yeah. Maybe we can do that too. So I'm not sure if it's today or if it was a couple days ago, um, but they're celebrating online learning. Online learning. And I would love to hear from people. Celebrating it? Yeah, yeah, like courses and classes and things that you've learned Online, I would love to know what is a course or a class that you took online. You took the plunge. You were like, I don't know. Am I going to be able to play the piano, learn how to crochet, whatever it is? What did you do online? And you're super proud of yourself now. 
We'd love to hear about it. It's Kevin and Taylor. Hi. You were talking about things people do online? Yeah, learning online. Did you uh, learn something new online? I sure did. Now, it's been a few years, but um, I'm a physical therapist, and when I went to school back in the old days, it was a bachelor's degree. Um, but now all the degrees are doctorates, and I work with a lot of students in the hospital. So I went back when my son was probably about 17 or 18 and got my doctorate degree for physical therapy through online classes oh, um, wow. through a transitional program. Huh. That rocks. Wow, look at that. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That's I one love of those, it. Like, yeah, it's just one of those uh, professional goals I'd always wanted to get to the end point and mm-hmm. to get the doctorate. Um, my son always, when he was little, he's always said I was a doctor. I said, no, baby, I work with doctors. But now Aww. I can say, yes. I am Dr. Don. There you go. (laughs) That is awesome. I've got a niece and her husband who are physical therapists and way to go. It's such an important job. It's such a great profession. I love it. I love being able to help people all day and Mm. um, it's been a great field for me. Aw, thanks so much for sharing a little bit of your life with us. So glad you called. I appreciate you guys. We listen every day. Have you done any traveling recently? Everyone is talking about this dad flying with his family. Christine was sitting in her in the plane next to a mom with a baby in her lap and a toddler beside her. So she noticed like this guy up a couple rows up on the aisle kept mm-hmm. looking back. And she's like, oh, do you want to switch seats so you can help your wife? And he's like, great, thanks. And sends over another small kid to sit with the mom. She couldn't see the child in the middle seat. He enjoyed a kid-free flight. She spent the rest of the flight next to that dad and never, who never once got up to check on his wife and kids. Stuck her with a newborn and two toddlers. And uh, it's interesting, tons of moms are reaching out and praising their own husband's for being so helpful when they travel and all the time. Yeah. yeah. Was that was that Griff, by the way? That did no, that? he would never. He's such an involved dad. I was just going to say he would never do that to Sarah. So do you ever feel like there's a sign when someone passes away? Like some people say it's a butterfly. Some people, yeah. a cardinal. I don't know and if it's I, biblical, but it sure feels that way. I know. <laughs> and like, this is so true in our family. As soon as my dad went to heaven... A cardinal sang outside the window. We were, we were uh, grieving and sharing stories about dad for two hours. It mm. never left. Wow. Uh, well, someone got me good the other day. I had posted a picture of our entire family from my niece Kaylee when she got married to Morgan. Mm-hmm. And uh, first, my sister Esther got me all teary eyed. And she said, it always amazed me how you look at a family photo and realize that none of that would have happened if mom and dad had never met and gotten married. Mm. It's like, whoa, True, she yeah. put God is good. Well, then one of our listeners named Gina put, she's so good. She kn- she heard me telling the story about how Kaylee always called my dad popcorn. Mm-hmm. Everybody else called him Papa. Um, Gina put, I see popcorn. Does anyone else mm. around the bride? And I guess the father of the bride, there's a little orbs of light that look like little popcorn balls. And you would think I'd be like, oh, that's so, f- I'm getting choked up telling Aww. you about it again. I'm like, <laughs> I can just picture my dad's wheelchair mm. parked right there. That's where we would have put him yeah. in the photo. And so I just thought it was so neat that Gina pointed that out. And man. Yeah. But instead, uh, instead of being me. parked in a wheelchair on earth, he was probably dancing in heaven. Yes, <laughs> right along with us.
Hey, do you ever have your kids get super upset when it's time to leave? Mm. Coming up, is there a way to prevent those tantrums? You know that feeling when your child is having a blast at like, let's say a playground or a birthday party or Nana's house and they pitch a fit when it's time to leave? Is there anything a parent can do to prevent those tantrums? A parenting expert with kids of her own, she's got three, says it's just a teeny little shift, but she says it works. Okay, here's what you do. Instead of saying five more minutes and then we have to leave the bouncy castle, she said kids are in the moment. So mm-hmm. say five more minutes to play mm-hmm. and then join them in that play uh, because kids are focused on the now, not the future. So huh. if you're at a playground, for example, you can even say, I'll give you five more pushes on the swing and we'll go down the slide together two more times and then then we're done. Uh, she also says a countdown helps. Five, four, three, two, one. You could also start seeing directions. So it's like, now it's time to get to car, get to car, get to car. So she right. says like having a little vocal symbol like that it's time to go helps as well. Yeah. And then the kid, if you're going to do the countdown, the kid will be like, what, what, one in three quarters, <laughs> one, one, one in five seventeenths. <laughs> Do you have an epic story of your kid throwing a tantrum because they had to leave, like the playground or a birthday party? I I have so many with our four kids. And I also have so I have a story and also a technique that we started doing that I think helped a lot that wasn't in the lay the expert you just played. It wasn't in her tips and techniques. It's something different. We'll talk about it next. So we're talking about um <clears throat> excuse me, we're talking about kids and uh the temper tantrums they'll have sometimes when mm-hmm. you have to leave somewhere. Right. Like you're at the playground and they want it. No, well, we just got here. Meanwhile, you're looking at your watch and you're like, we've been here an hour and a half, kid. We're going. Um, <laughs> something that we did, and this is directly rooted to you and your husband, Glenn Taylor. When our kids were little, we came to your house to visit. And if you have kids and you go to Taylor's house, she pulls out all the stops to make sure your kids have the time of their life. You had badminton out. You had Dance Dance Revolution, a video game out, <laughs> all this stuff. Just for the kids. My so, grandma's house was always really boring, and I didn't want to be the boring house. Didn't want to be that, right? Yeah. Right, right. So, so my kids knew all that was coming, and and th- we would leave, and it would be like pulling. They'd be like holding on to your leg. No, we don't want to go. <laughs> no, it's so much fun here. I usually load them up with sugar too. <laughs> yes. So what we did the next yeah. time we we came over to your guys' house is we told them beforehand, like, look. When we say it's time to go, mm-hmm. it is time to go. We don't want the shenanigans again. We don't want the oh. we don't want the holding on to, to Ann Taylor like you're holding on to a life raft or something. Why does this story make my day, my month, and my year? This is awesome <laughs> news. I did not know this was happening. That you caused scenes. so much trauma. Yes, score for Ann Taylor. <laughs> so we would try to pre like that lady. All the things the the expert that you had on uh, the all the the tips that she gave Five, yeah four three counting two, down like we're one. leaving you could also start seeing directions so it's like now it's time to get to car get to car get to car yeah so all of those those are reactionary and happening after the fact we would try to set the table ahead of time like this is how it's going to go 100% effective? No, but it sure helped. Because mm. you could say, instead of, be, instead of arguing about whether it's time to leave, you can say, we already talked about this. We talked about this in the car, right? It's time to go. So what are your techniques? What do you use with your kids? Sarita, do you have a technique to get the kids to leave when it's time to go? My older kids, 
I used to do, because I was a little younger, I used to do the countdown. My next two, I don't do that. I tell them what time we're going to leave, and this time's up. I'm start walking. I don't say a thing. <laughs> you just start uh-huh. walking away. <laughs> Join me or get stuck. <laughs> the left behind technique. <laughs> hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Do you remember the first time you bought something with your very own money from your piggy bank? It's pretty exciting, right? Well, this little six-year-old girl from England called Harper just experienced that feeling and was a little nervous when it came time to pay. It was the first time that I just went shopping and used my own money and I actually felt a bit nervous but also a Love her accent. So why was she a bit nervous, but a bit excited? Uh, And why is the video of this going viral, other than the fact that Harper is absolutely adorable? Well, because the very first time she spent money of her own, she didn't want toys, candy, or comics. She chose to spend her money on her two 10 and 11-year-old rescue dogs, Theo and Dylan. She bought them treats. And the whole world has been touched by how sweet and thoughtful she is at such a young age. That is sweet. Way to go, Harper. I've been nervous and excited when paying for stuff before. Like you're out to dinner with a group of people are like, I got this. Don't worry. And you give your credit card to the server. And then I lean over to Trace and go, you did pay that bill, right? (laughs) (laughs) I get that whole nervous and excited thing. Totally down with that feeling. Coming up, women are calling out the guys in their lives for spending a lot of time thinking about this. Women in their lives are calling out the guys in their lives for spending time thinking about this. I'll start by asking you, Kev. Mm -hmm. How much time do you spend thinking about the Roman Empire? The Roman Empire? Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, probably more than the average Joe, but not a ton. (laughs) Women are filming themselves asking the men in their lives how often they think about the Roman Empire. And almost all the guys say they think about it more than you would think. Yeah. Exactly what Kevin said. So crazy. So I was working on this story at the radio station. I called my husband and I asked him the same question. And he repeated it. Uh, how much do I think about the Roman Empire? And he said, well, I never go to Little Caesars anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking about it. And those of us who study the Bible right. think that's, about the Roman Empire a ton. That's what I was saying. I, I mean, the entire context of the New Testament right. Right, is, is, is the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire, yes. Right. Yeah. So anyway, this and is making being, its rounds on social media. I'm not a history aficionado, but I do enjoy history. So yeah, I think about it every now and then. Sure. Absolutely. What about you? Every time I read the Bible. (laughs) So I don't know about you, but I still get uh, amazed at like space age technology. Like, really? Like microwave popcorn? (laughs) Well, maybe not that, but (laughs) we're going to talk about that next. For for anyone that remembers Jiffy Pop, that is significant. Microwave popcorn is awesome. So I'm so bizarre. I'm one of those people that um, I, I still get um, in awe of technology. Like, no way, that's the coolest thing. Hmm. And next time you update your phone, if you have uh, Apple products, you have an iPhone, to the iOS 17, there's something new called live voicemail. So here's what it is. It's going to provide real-time transcriptions for voicemails while the caller is still leaving the message. So you're going to see the description appear on the screen, Star Wars scrolling text style. And while it's being transcribed, you still have the option to answer the call. 
Um, otherwise, otherwise, you can just let it go to voicemail. So here's a great example I thought of. I'm like most people. If I see a number I don't recognize, pff, I'm not picking that up. Right. Absolutely. But if I see it start transcribing like, hello, Taylor Scott, this is your doctor's office and we need to move your appointment to another day. I can pick <laughs> it up and go, hey, 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 I uh, here I am. Um, what's the deal? The doctor can't see me on that day. No. Does this day work? And uh-huh. I just take care of it right then and there because I know if if you guys are like me, certain doctor's offices, you're like in a wait on hold hole if you have to call back and change your appointment. So you could do it right then and there yeah. if you're free. So okay. it's kind of cool technology. There's one small flaw in your plan of picking that call up. One little tiny flaw. I'll tell you what it is next. So I think there's one slight flaw in your plan with, they're saying that, uh, is it AI is enabling you to... It's called, it's the iOS 17 for your iPhone and it's mm-hmm. called live voicemail. It's going to be the new feature. So if, if you get a call and you don't know who it is, it's going to say like, hey, this is your doctor calling. You can see the voicemail they're leaving, right. like Star Wars style. And so if it's a number you don't know, you'll know like, oh, I need to pick this up. I think the scammers will then start every call with... Hey, this is your doctor's office calling. Oh, I was the one who made the doctor. Like, no news source has ever done that. No, but think about it. Think about it. If you're a scammer and your whole point is Uh to get people to pick up so you can capture their voice, yeah, you're going to use something like that. Hey, it's your insurance company. We need to, there's a claim against you. You need to pick up. They'll say something like that. And you'll Mm. be like, oh, hey, hey, it's me. (laughs) Right? Interesting. Yeah. I bet you that's what it definitely won't work with the grandchild scam. You can't, that, that's what the one that got my mom. You can't start with, hi, hi, Mrs. So-and-so, this is your doctor's office, and then pick it up, and then suddenly it's your granddaughter crying in jail. Mm. So it wouldn't work with that particular scam, but I totally see what you're getting at. Like, it could open the door for more bad apples. Mm. Yeah, 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 I just think that there's yeah. there's still the opportunity for, for fraud there. Some One of these companies should hire me. They should think through this kind of stuff. Like, how, how could really? you see them uh, skirting around this? Oh, easy peasy. Hey, it's your doctor's office. <laughs> good thing I'm on the side of good, huh? Yes, good thing. We'd all be in trouble. <laughs> hey, good news. If you make a habit to get an extra cup of coffee and hang out with us on the Kevin and Taylor show, a study found everyday pleasures like coffee or listening to music on this radio station can elevate brain activity Hmm. and make you better at your job. There you go. So I wonder if we need some new imaging, Kev. Like, need a raise or a promotion? Listen to the Kevin and Taylor show (laughs) with a cup of coffee in hand. Well, if your boss is like, why do you always have those AirPods in? Just take them out, go, what? And he'll go, why do you always have those AirPods in? You go, what, boss? I'm listening to the Kevin and Taylor show and being more productive. (laughs) Coming up in just a minute, is there a toy that was your absolute favorite when you were a kid? Is there a toy that was your absolute favorite when you were a kid? They just announced this year's finalists for the National Toy Hall of Fame. And they include baseball cards. Nice. I don't consider that a toy. The board game Battleship. Mm. B-I-N-G-O, Bop It, Cabbage Patch Kids, Choose Your Own Adventure Game Books. My husband loved those when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. Connect Four, Mattel's Ken, Little Tyke's Cozy Cup <laughs> Coop. I almost said Cozy Couple. Cozy Coop. It was a classic red car with the yellow roof. Remember that? Uh, Nerf Toys, Slime, and Teenage Newt, Newt, 
Mutant, mutant Ninja, Ninja Tur Tur Turtles. Turtles. There you go. Which my mom, uh, my <laughs> sister had to ban from her classroom in kindergarten one year because uh, what's wild, they're not voted in by kids. They're voted in by toy industry experts. And speaking of toys, this is pretty wild. You want to guess how much Barbie toy sales are up since oh, the movie came out? Nine bazillion percent. Twenty five percent. Wow. Yeah. I'm glad Ken got in because he's had a rough year, you know, but finally proving he is Knuff. So let's talk about favorite toys. Like, what is your kid's favorite toy right now that maybe you use to bribe them into good behavior? You don't you don't shape up. I'm taking your blank away. Or what was when you were a kid your favorite toy? Let's talk toys. So I, I think that um, nowadays it's OK to be an adult and have toys. Like, but I could not imagine my dad ever having like some of the stuff I have, like on my desk. I've got a miniature soccer ball on my desk. I've got beetle, like little beetles action. I think you gave them I gave to me. you those. Yeah, you gave them to me. The yellow submarine yeah, beetles yeah, yeah, yeah. characters. I've got Fisher those Price. on my desk. I mean, mm -hmm. I literally have toys on my desk. Yeah. If I would have gone in my dad's office, like flip the ages and he's my age and I'm younger Kev, I would have been like, do we need that? Does that need to talk to a therapist or something? It's so funny. It would have been so shocking. Yeah. It's so funny you brought that up because my sister Esther just sent me a reel the other day and it's one of those... Um, therapists at an old folks home yeah and he comes up with all kinds of crazy ways for them to play okay because you know they have limited abilities uh -huh, at that age uh -huh, uh -huh. and so he like teaches them to like suck balls with a vacuum cleaner <laughs> and like take a towel and stretch it out so it, the ball pops out of the towel yeah, yeah. and he he talks about the power of play even hmm. in the old folks home because it, it's like, such a great yeah. part of being human so is knowing how to play. We do make it okay as adults to have toys, though. We'll call them collectibles <laughs> instead, of, instead of toys. Is that what you call your soccer collectibles, ball? Collectibles, yeah. It's a collectible. Yeah, and some of my autograph stuff. I have an autograph boxing glove on my desk. I mean, I've, just, I've got a race car. <laughs> my two biggest toys are my two bikes, my road bike and my mountain bike. Oh, yeah, now we're talking real that toys. That makes me feel like a kid. Yeah, I was thinking about this. My favorite toy when I was a kid was my bike. My favorite toy that I'm an adult, it's my bike. <laughs> Mine's is, pretty exciting because when, when I was uh, a little girl growing up, five five girls, I never, ever got a new bike. Mm. It Always wasn't until I got married <laughs> that I got a new bike. That's all mine. And that's why Glenn's the man of your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> new bike just for me? It's so funny when the bike shop sees my bike, they're like, how tall is your wife? This thing is so tiny because <laughs> it's made for my height. <laughs> but we'd love to hear from you. Do you have some favorite toys? Even now that you're an adult, you still have toys. Do you call them collectibles? We're talking about toys and uh, we got to talk to Griff. Griff just popped in the studio with us, our producer, because um, Griff, you've got quite a number of toys over in your <laughs> office slash studio for, for a grown man. <laughs> Those are, I don't have toys. Those are both well, describe what I, these non toys are. Are you uh, referring to my bobbleheads? Yeah, I have in there. There's yes. a lot of them. Yeah, I think you guys are even okay, responsible well, for giving me some of those. What's your working definition <laughs> of toy then? Because those I, I, are I don't toys. Play, they sit there. I don't then play with them. Are they collectibles? They're, like then? Kevin said, yeah, collectibles. Collectibles. <laughs> yeah. Collectibles. <laughs> Decorations. The favorite, the best thing in Griffin's studio, because it's just like anti his personality, uh. but it's hysterical. He has a disco ball in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's from a couple producers ago. <laughs> if, any, if anyone was ever disco ball worthy, it's not Griff. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so, but you would you would say they are not toys. Those are you will defend that they are collectibles. They're not, not toys. toys. Yeah, they're collectibles. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. You know what the definition of collectible versus toy should be? If your kids came in and said, "Can we play with those?" What would you say? No way. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> you could break it. Do you know what cracks me up about both of you? What I've noticed things that I've given you guys. Yeah. That are <clears throat> collectibles. Yeah. And you might take them home to open them on your birthday, yeah. but they always end up back here at the radio station. Your <laughs> oh, wives are like, Tracy's like, you need to take yeah. that to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, you guys know I'm really, I'm really into guitar and playing guitar. Well, I got a little, I don't even know what you call them. They make these characters. They're like, I don't know, four inches high. Um, anyhow, I have an Eddie Van Halen little character like cartoon character doll you have an eddie it's doll a, it's a figurine it's, it's, a, it's a figurine it's, it's a not a doll it's a figurine i have a tom petty one but it's still yeah. it's still in the box <laughs> i'm not opening it and that's the last thing that i've bought that tracy was like okay you can, you can keep it here uh, but everything else she's like take it to work take it to work you guys have so many more <laughs> toys i mean collectibles than oh, me the day the day that I like retire or get fired. I'm going to need like three days to clear all my stuff out. <laughs> they don't give they it to you. That. They make they you that. get a box out and you have to get it out that no, moment. I'm going to need like the, what is the thing? Two men in a truck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need three men in a truck. <laughs>